Stock trading and investing involves a high level of risk and you can lose a significant amount of money. Bulls and Bears Radio and its affiliates do not provide investment advice or make investment recommendations, nor are they in the business of transacting trades or directing client accounts. Welcome to Bulls and Bears. I'm your host, Adam Matisco, sitting back, relaxing, enjoying the do's and the don'ts of the financial markets. So much going on out there, so much to talk about. As always, head over to Facebook, like us at Bulls and Bears Radio, and of course, follow us on Instagram at Bulls and Bears Radio. In studio, co-host of the Bulls and Bears, a good friend of mine, a mentor of mine, Steve Champ. What's going on, Champ? Yeah, it's the weekend, man. Lots of ground to cover. I mean, the market is... I mean, we got the Nasdaq still near its record highs, and we got a lot, a few of these stocks in the market. Your big name stocks, Amazon, you know, your Fang stocks, Facebook, Netflix—they're carrying the market. And so these are COVID stocks, and since the spike in coronavirus and more cases, then ultimately you're going to see that a lot of these tech stocks are holding up the entire market, which is a little problematic potentially because if you've got a few stocks that are holding up the masses of the of the economy. And something goes wrong with some of those stocks, and you can really start to see some blood in the streets. So we got a lot of ground to cover, but it's exciting because as we get started today, I want to talk about what really makes the difference between why somebody would want to get in and get out at a certain price, why they would want to buy at a price, why would they want to sell at a price. So we're going to spend some time on that today when we talk a little bit about supply and demand. Excellent. Well, I'm excited. It's good to see you're back from the beach. You're all tanned up, looking good as always. It was a good family trip. Yeah, you know, you got to get sun, sand, salt. It's all good for the immune system, you know, blow it out a little bit with some deep sea fishing. I saw that. Got some red snapper. Oh, such a great eating fish too, man. If you ever had black and red snapper, cook that day, caught that day, cook that night. Oh, that's the dream, man. Well, good to have you back. I'm excited, Champ. You, you just talked about something, uh, you know, that really resonates with a lot of people out there. And if you, if we keep it kind of simple for the listener out there, when we're talking about buying and selling, whether or not a stock uh, or anything in the financial markets, you got to ask yourself, you know, is this a good price? You always say that all the time. Let's take a moment. What really gives a good trader, a good investor, the edge as far as what they're looking at before they make a decision? Well, one of the unique aspects of the financial markets is the one place in the world where people don't want to buy something until it already is going up. I mean, think about that. But if it's already going up, that means that you've, you're paying more than you should have paid because it was a price below that. And what we want to focus on is if you start to understand that the markets, the financial markets are no different than any other marketplace. I mean, some of you go grocery shopping. You know what milk costs. You know what bread costs. The reason is because you're used to it. You have an understanding of what a fair value is. In other words, when something's priced normally, it's a fair value. And that's a market term. That's not a term that we're making up here. It's a term that a lot of people in the trading and investing arena speak of constantly. Is it fair valued? And things will sometimes get overvalued. They get priced too high. And things get undervalued. And we want to be a buyer when something's undervalued. So if you look at it from a business perspective or just a straight understanding of price, we want to buy at wholesale and sell at retail. So in every other area of life, when something goes on sale in the bread aisle or the milk aisle, or maybe you're, you're waiting for that dream vacation, all of a sudden it falls to that price where it's right where you wanted to pay, and then you move you get the deal, maybe it's a Groupon, maybe it's some sort of opportunity, and you move because you're a willing buyer at that price, and you know that it's undervalued at that price. In every area of our life, we understand what undervalued versus overvalued is, but in the financial markets, when it comes to stocks and trading and investing, people have no clue. 
Well, that's interesting, Champ, because you know what? I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You said people like to buy when it's going up in price, but nowhere else do they do that. You know, people are at the grocery store, like you said, you know, they wait for price to come down. They wait for that price that they're willing to pay for. But in the financial markets, I, I've seen it a hundred times where someone will see price going up and that's where they make their entry. And that's the biggest mistake that novices make in the financial markets is they buy after a rally in price. And they're buying probably from an institution like Goldman Sachs who's selling See, because they understand what a wholesale price is and a retail price. So the great thing about the financial markets, and this is good news for the listeners, is that there's ways that you and I can go into the markets and understand what a good wholesale price is versus a good retail price. So we look at a stock, let's say XYZ stock. It's just a theoretical stock. It's trading at $34 a share. We don't know whether we should buy it or sell it at $34. But what if we knew, or what if we could tell with the high level of probability that was going to go up? Well, then we'd know that it was more in a wholesale area than a retail area. Now, people say, well, how do you know that? Well, there's certain things we can look at when we look at data on a stock. And yes, we have to look at a chart. See, the most successful traders and investors, they look at price charts because they have to see simple data. And the data, a lot of times, will tell us that there's more buyers or sellers at a certain price. And once we start to understand how to identify that data, and it's a simple process, it's not too complex, we start to understand what a wholesale versus retail price is, which takes the mystery out of whether I should be a buyer or whether I should be a seller. Well, it's interesting that you say that, Champ, because you know what? In the financial markets, and I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit later on, is you can actually enter the market with a sell. You can actually be the person that's selling the position to somebody else that's willing to buy it. And, you know, we were talking before we started, you know, when we talk about buying stuff at wholesale and retail, I mean, you think about it. We were talking about Costco just a few minutes ago. People go there because they want it the best deal. They want wholesale prices. And a lot of times people, when they enter the financial markets, they have no clue. They're buying on emotion. They're buying on, on a rallying price like you talked about. And you know what? That's one of the reasons why they're not having that long-term success. Well, the most successful traders and investors that I know have been trained in identifying on a chart what a area of supply or demand looks like. We call that a supply and demand strategy. And what it does is it allows us to determine that there's areas where there's going to be a wholesale price and a retail price because we want to buy in demand and we want to sell in supply. We want to be selling basically at the highest price. So when something's at a retail price, we want to be selling. And the key thing is, is this. If you think about Think about gasoline. If you were driving home tonight and it was $12 a gallon, you'd stop, you'd freak out, you would probably Google, why is gas $12 <laughs> a gallon? You know, when I was a kid, you couldn't Google anything because there was no computers. So you'd literally, and you'd, you'd panic, and maybe you'd pump enough just to get home if you need a little bit, right? 30 cents. <laughs> Splash and go. Yeah. Splash and go. Yeah, that's old school, right? Just enough money. And you'd go home, and you'd, and you'd be panicking, saying, why is it $12 a gallon? It's only supposed to be $2 a gallon. Well, who told you $2 a gallon was a fair value? Think about that. I remember as a kid when it was 29 cents a gallon, my dad saying this is robbery without a gun. Gas is just, it's, what a ripoff, he said. I was a kid. Now $2 is normal, fair value, right? But see, in your world, every single day, in the every aspect of your world, you understand what a fair value is on gas or a pair of sneakers or a handbag, whatever you want to buy, because you understand the, the arena. You understand what a good price should be, what a wholesale versus retail price is. In the financial markets, we can learn that skill looking at charts. And think of the edge that'll give you if you know something should go up before it goes up or should go down before it goes down, and you anticipate that move, and you're able to make a good decision to potentially profit from that move. That's what we're talking about. And that's what supply and demand strategy allows people in the financial markets 
to take advantage of. And everything in the world moves based off of supply and demand. Every area of life is based off of how much is there available, how many people want it. That's how they're going to come to price. And in the financial markets, that's the exact same thing. And if you think about it for a moment, that's the way the world works, and that's exactly the way the stock market works. Don't forget to head over to Facebook, like us at Bulls and Bears Radio, and of course, follow us on Instagram at Bulls and Bears Radio. Chip, I think you posted some of the stuff from uh, your your trip over A little there. bit. Some little of the bit. stuff's on there. So yeah, we got some new stuff that we're rolling out this week, this next week that I'm excited about too so that i'm personally going to roll out nice i'm looking forward to it don't forget to head over to facebook like us at bulls and bears radio and if you're on instagram follow us at bulls and bears radio see some of the behind the scenes some of the stuff that doesn't always make the show and some of the personal things so this is adam and champ on bulls and bears